Welcome to Treasure Time Podcast, which is all about growing up happy. You're here with podcast hosts Sophia Giblin and Nicole McDonald, the founders of Treasure Time. And they're here to offer advice on building your children's resilience during difficult times. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for bite-sized, playful tips and activities that can easily be implemented straight away to help support your family's mental and emotional health and well-being. Hey, it's Sophia and Nicole. Welcome to the Treasure Time podcast, Growing Up Happy. So today's podcast is all about helping children cope with distance learning at home school following school closures. So Nicole, how did this episode topic come about? So our first week of homeschooling. Wow, what an emotional roller coaster. Um, there's been just so much change in our daily lives. And let's face it, parents are not trained teachers. We have I spoke to loads of parents again and, you know, our school in particular has been absolutely fantastic. The support has been incredible. However, even with this amazing support, I still, in Callum's words, my son described his history lesson, one of his favourite subjects that I delivered at home as the worst history lesson ever. <laughs> so uh, that was really sad because he was so enthusiastic at the beginning of the lesson and he was really, you know, there was a great PowerPoint to follow and he was reading it and Harrison, his younger brother, was really engaged in it too. But at the end of the day, it didn't live up to his expectations of how it was going to pan out, clearly. And I really tried my best. You know, we'd be, we, I've been really positive at the beginning of the week or the beginning of that day. But the reality is all the parents I've been speaking to, myself included, were dealing with different emotional needs, our own different emotional needs. And then this struggle with the whole distance learning for the children as the children are trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. And, and also... The reality of what a timetable for the week might look like for a family is so different because suddenly we're cooking three meals a day for seven days a week, you know, 21 meals that is not what normally happens in the average household. These cooked meals are need planning and figuring out and time to prepare. Then you do the actual work. You've got to upload it maybe to Google Classrooms. Plus, maybe parents are also trying to do their own jobs from home, which were full-time jobs or part-time jobs. And they've, they've still got all the washing and the ironing and the other household admin that goes on. So ultimately, there's, it's this little pressure cooker that's happening. And even if you've got a positive spin on approaching this distance learning and homeschooling, it's, it's not school. And it's, it's so far removed from the environment that the children are used to, that it is, it is really, really challenging because it's like everything's been thrown up in the air and we're trying to catch it and see how it lands and some of it's landing the right way up and others is just like a bonsai in, in the corner. And, and, and how, how would you advise on where to begin with all of this? Well, there's so much pressure on parents right now. So I think that we have to look at how we could bring a playful perspective back to this whole scenario just so that we can relieve some of that tension and some of that pressure and we can talk today about how we can actually use play 
to help children's learning? That sounds really, really, really great because if it was possible to diffuse the tension that we can feel sort of brewing under the surface, that would be, yeah, that sounds really good. good. <laughs> so how, how important is it that we go through all the learning? So I guess it's kind of hard for me to say, as, not as a, a teacher, but I can talk to you about it from a play therapist perspective and definitely from a children's emotional and mental health perspective. The first thing to acknowledge is that children will be really confused at the moment about what's going on. So trying to teach them anything, it's, it's going to be like um, trying to do homework times 100, right? And even doing homework with children can be challenging at times, but then you've got to do it five days a week, all day to a timetable and complete lots of different things. It's, it's just a lot. And if we think about where children are coming from as well, they're going to be, be feeling probably, well, some of them, when they, when they might be finding it more of a challenge, will be feeling quite stressed out by this whole thing because you have gone from being the parent to also the teacher. So you're adding another hat on when you're also all these other different people to the children. But particularly if they need you to be their comfort, their home, their security right now, and you're stressed and trying to teach them, it's going to be challenging. And the reality is that stressed children can't learn and stressed parents can't teach. So at this time, it's really likely that you might see some relationship challenges appearing because children aren't reacting to you in the same way that they would react to their teacher. They're reacting to you as their parent. And as oh, their we've parent, definitely seen that. Yeah, I've experienced that myself. And what, what sort of, when you say the, you know, challenges in the relationship and behavior, what do you, what, what are good examples of what that might look like? Yeah. So if you imagine that your relationship with your child is not that of a teacher and child, um, you're related, you're, you're the parent. So you automatically are closer, obviously. You have different, the child has different needs from you than they have from their teacher. Their child will behave in ways that trigger you, of course, because you installed their buttons and they know how to push the buttons. It's, it's just the nature of the parent-child relationship. It's, it's a complex one. So in times like this, when you are trying to get children to do schoolwork and children are maybe thinking, well, this is home. This is the place where I play. This is a place where I feel safe and I feel happy. Why are you trying to make me do this stuff that I don't want to do? There will naturally be challenges and tension that come up because Children can behave in certain ways at home that they, they aren't allowed to behave in at school. So they're naturally more expressive at home generally um, and are more happy to tell you what they think of your history lesson <laughs> than they would actually tell their teacher. They're not going to say to their teacher, that's a boring history lesson or that was the worst <laughs> history lesson ever. Um, they'd be a bit, probably be a bit more polite than that. But so, you know, it might be, you might be starting to think as a parent, well, you know, how is it my teacher so... How is my child's teacher so good at this and I'm so not? The reality is that it's a totally different relationship. So you have to acknowledge that children will naturally be more open with their real feelings with you. And also in this time, children don't have very much control. So children generally don't have much control in life anyway, because they are under our watch and we take care of them and we make sure that they're safe. So sometimes they want to do things that they're not allowed to do because it's not safe or it's not the right time or, you know, for their own good, we keep them boundaried and safe. And so in that sense, children don't have a lot of control. But now, even more so, they have even less control because they can't see their friends or they can't go to the clubs after school or they can't even go outside, really. 
So yeah, I, it was interesting at the end of the first week of, of homeschooling. Callum and I chatted about how did he think it went and what would he like to do differently. And he he was he was quite sort of subdued in his response, but he just said it, it went good, but it was much more difficult than I thought it would be, Mummy. Yeah, it's tough, right? It's tough for everybody. It's tough for you, yeah. it's tough for them because they see you differently. You're not their teacher, you're their parent. So all of a sudden, so going back to that, that feeling of being out of control, children, you're likely to see more control struggles between parents and children at this time. So where we're trying to get children mm. to do things, they'll start to possibly rebel or um, they might be quite rude or they might struggle with their resilience at this time in actually getting the work done and feeling good enough because it's a completely different environment. Yeah. Do you, do you think in, do you think Sophia that in this, in this new environment, will, will our children's learning be impacted? How do you think it will be impacted? So I suppose in terms of advancing through the curriculum, potentially they're not going to cover everything that they would cover in school. But the important thing to remember is that children are learning all the time and they learn naturally through play anyway. So if you can allow your children at this time to be curious and creative and use their imagination and maybe learn in different ways, they will continue to learn. Their brains will continue to develop. They'll just learn things slightly differently. And I actually think it's a brilliant opportunity to give your children more experiences at home with play and with creativity and actually see their imaginations flourish so actually this is a good time for nurturing their imagination and creativity by allowing them to play and create things and try things out and and go outside more maybe or there's there's all sorts yeah. of things that you can do through play that will teach them different skills we've definitely seen our boys sort of light up with you know lots of dressing up and role play and playing football in the garden and it's that that's when we've definitely been at our happiest this week one thing that's been a real struggle this week and in the contrast is, is, is the frustration at not getting it right first time or not. They, they almost want to just finish the work and get that done. And if it's not done the way they want it, one of them, my youngest son, Harrison, he's really struggling with that. And how, how do you think we, do, we best deal with the children when they're sort of, not happy with their work at home they think it's rubbish and they just want to keep starting it again and you know a new piece of paper and it's it's not something that I normally see in him to this great extent you know yeah I Um, think it could just and it's quite upsetting to see it's sort of troubling and it's his older brothers sort of suggesting things like you know what why why don't you just rub it out and start again or it's okay it doesn't matter but but then Harrison quite articulately was able to say it might not matter to you you might think it looks good I don't what I think's important and I don't think it's good and it's like wow you've managed to articulate that really clearly for somebody so young but it, but it's been really upsetting when we try to do three or four things in a row and he's not happy with anything that he's doing. Yeah, especially when it's pretty good stuff. You know, he's really actually very capable. So it's very difficult to, I find it very hard to handle it. And I don't think I'll be alone in this. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's going to be a challenge for everybody. I think you, well, Harrison's hit the nail on the head. <laughs> it is, his feelings matter and his feelings count. And 
it's it really only matters to him if he thinks it's good. So he's got it right there, really. Um, it's the same for us as adults. If somebody else tells us something that we do is really good, but we don't like it, we don't tend to believe it unless we believe it for, for ourselves. And that comes from a real internal sense of feeling good enough or um, being satisfied yeah. with, with what it is that we've got. So there is something tied in there potentially with self-esteem and how he feels about himself, but also with resilience and the ability to not be perfect as well. So I think it's important to acknowledge for, for any child that's struggling with their work not being good enough that this is a different environment. So they may feel like they need to impress you maybe more than they would need to impress their teacher, first of all. So they might be trying extra hard for you to get your praise or for you to give them some kind of compliment for what they're doing. But also for Harrison, it sounds like that's not the case. He, he wants to feel good enough for himself. I think it's important just to say like, it's really, you could reflect back to your child. It's really important to you that you get it right. Or it's really important to you that you like it. And um, it doesn't matter what I think. It's all about how you feel. But also something that I recommended to Nicole this week, because um, she mentioned this to me earlier in the week about Harrison, is that children need to see that we're not perfect as well as parents. And I know that we might be feeling at this time that we need to be perfect. We need to be the best teachers we can be. We need to be good at the cooking and the cleaning and doing our jobs and doing everything, everything that you mentioned earlier in this episode. But actually allowing ourselves to make mistakes at this time too and just recognize that we're doing the absolute best that we can. So what I recommended to Nicole was that actually she has a day of mistakes where she lets the boys see her making mistakes so that they can learn that it's okay and, and adults make mistakes too and everyone makes mistakes and, it, and it's okay. So why don't you tell us how that went, Nicole? It was, it was, re- it was really good actually because it, it was a bad day. You know, Sophia and I get caught up on, on, on work, on treasure time and I explained how, how, how badly the Tuesday had gone and, and I, I thought the idea of day of mistakes, it was just so playful. And I thought I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a go, and tomorrow is gonna be a really good day, and and it it was brilliant because the first mistake, the children didn't want to come from breakfast into sort of the room where we've got the desk set up for for our, our learning in the morning, and and I they were kind of being a bit like oh, oh, you know, but Kevin the teenager. And I just popped my glasses on upside down and then I started being really silly and was saying, oh, I don't know what's happened. I can't see everything properly. Where are your books? What's going on? Oh, can you help me? I don't know what's going on. And they just rolled about like hysterical laughing. They were, they were like pointing and I pretended I didn't know what they were saying. And, and eventually after like loads of hysteria and fun, uh, we, we giggled together and I was like my glasses oh I can't believe I made such a silly mistake oh thank you so much oh I must I was all wonky this morning and, and it just helped chill us all out and the atmosphere from breakfast going into a room where we were going to suddenly do some homework or, or homeschooling suddenly we were happy and jokey and there was no tension it was it was brilliant and the boys don't really like doing their work separately. They're not old enough, I don't think, for me to explain. And then they crack on. They've not, they need a bit more support. So we've been doing Harrison's work and then we've been doing Callum's t- together as a group of three. And it's, it's worked really well. 
and it was it was a really good morning. We got through lots of we did you know the maths, the English. We we had fun with it because we were all in a much better mood. Quite frankly, we were light hearted. There was no big like drama of the tension we'd experienced the day before of come on, you know. And I almost had to beg them and drag them through doing it. It was it was totally different. Then it was sort of half ten, we stopped for a little break and we went outside to play football which they're loving and the sun was shining and and I was like saying oh I don't know how to kick the ball and I'd basically I put my shoes on the wrong feet and I was saying oh it really hurts oh and I can't do it the ball's not going in the right direction and again they just kind of came up to me and they saw and they were giggling away and they they were hugging me and we were joking and then I put my shoes on the right way and but basically, it set the tone for the day, and there was loads of other silly things I did. And we just felt, oh, we felt really happy on Wednesday. It was just, it was lovely. And then the, it came to dinner time, which I think is, this was not an intentional mistake. But basically, I, I wasn't paying attention. And I've not actually done this before in the six years that I've used this oven to cook in this house. I've, I've never burnt myself, but I burnt my arm quite badly. And it really, really hurt. And I needed an ice pack for like two, three hours before it stopped burning and it blistered a bit. It was, it was pretty horrible. And see if I hadn't done that oven burn on the day of mistakes, I would have reacted much grumpier, much more sorry for myself. And I would have treated it a bit more seriously. But because I was so focused on being fun and playful and lighthearted, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I've made this mistake. This one really hurts. This is not a good mistake to have made. And the kids were, they comforted me. They were like, are you okay? It wasn't a drama. And it was just something we got through together. And it we, we all kind of felt comforted. We comforted each other. We helped each other. And, you know, and it was funny when I was trying to brush my teeth and we couldn't, you know, I couldn't wrap them in the towel after their shower. And, but we muddled through. And I think that muddling through was not only just a brilliant day and message for the children. And we spoke about it at bedtime and what they liked about it and what they thought was the funniest and what mistakes they thought they might end up making this week. And it, it gave us permission to, to make mistakes and be okay and, but be playful with it. And it, it was brilliant. So I, I, I thank Sophia so much. Um, and I can encourage you more to have a day of mistakes. It was, it was really, really helpful, especially in the tension that we're, we've all got going on in our households right now. So yeah, it, I, I'd love to, I'd, I'd love to hear about other people's days of mistakes go. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important that we just acknowledge that if, if um, our children are going to copy us and make mistakes, that we contain it quite well. So we don't allow them to make mistakes that are gonna, where they're going to hurt themselves, for example. But it's more an opportunity for them to see you making, making some silly mistakes that we all make and just not being hard on ourselves. Because children will often yeah. copy our reaction to ourselves making mistakes and they will internalize those for themselves too. So if we're really hard on ourselves, it's likely that children will be hard on themselves. Yeah, wrong. so so true. And it was really nice at bedtime. We we said, Harrison, what are you going to do differently tomorrow? Um, what 
it would be really nice. Um, we talked during the day. It would be really nice, Harrison, if you could believe that it's okay to make mistakes. And and at bedtime, he remembered that conversation. He'd had a fun day, and he said, "Tomorrow, I'm going to believe it's okay to make mistakes. Mistakes don't matter." And I thought, "Oh, that's great." You know, if 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 at the end of this really challenging period for us all as a community, if if we can come through and children like Harrison come through it more resilient, um, then that would be the biggest lesson and the only lesson he needs to have, really, I, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because even if, even if he learns that one thing and yet he's behind on maybe some of his curriculum learning, that resilience will see him through to catch back up with it. He won't just give up at, at the first hurdle, at the first opportunity when he finds it hard. So resilience is such an important thing. So I think we can all be teaching our children resilience through play at this time, learning through play, giving them some control through play times. So there's lots of things that we're going to be peppering through this podcast series that you can actually implement and use that will help to develop children's resilience at this time. Thank you, Sophia. So please, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We hope you can follow us on Instagram at Treasure Time UK. Like us on Facebook and if you'd like to look and find out more at treasuretime.co.uk, you could always post on there your day of mistakes with your children's permission and tag us at Treasure Time UK and you'll be entered into a draw to win the Treasure Time course and a year's worth of membership to our exclusive Facebook community where you can access lots of advice and weekly live Q&As with Sophia. Don't forget to add hashtag treasure time. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in for our next episode next week where we'll be talking about parents' stress levels. And remember to click subscribe so you get notifications when our next episodes come out. And we would love it if you could head over to iTunes and give us a lovely five-star review and leave some words. So we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. This episode was produced by a podcast company. If you're thinking about making a podcast and changing lives just like the show you just heard, then make sure to drop me an email, jason at apodcastcompany.com. And let's see if we can help you like we've helped Treasure Time.